Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to Mind Your Mind, episode 68. These are very trying times that we're in, and I'm hoping that this will really help ground you and give you some guidelines. This is uh, episode 68, Coronavirus Mental Health Survival Guide. I'm going to give you 14 tips to help keep you sane and focused. I know you've been hearing a lot of things. I'm part of multiple organizations with mental health providers. They are very, very dedicated people. We are really, really inspired and humbled by the outpouring of hearts. We are humbled when we look at the doctors, nurses, and medical professionals who are literally on the front lines and there. Many of my good, dear friends are there and they're reporting some of the stressors and difficulties that uh, uh, and emotional uh, things that they are encountering and our thoughts and prayers are with them and our utmost respect is there. In the mental health field, uh, I know there's a great rally to try to make sure that we are taking care of our clients. So I want to cut through all the distractions and give my loyal listeners my guide to 14 ideas to think about. And as you sit or watch or take your walk, if you're allowed outside and think about these things, I hope that it will greatly enhance your uh, ability to take care of yourself and your family as well. And obviously this is going to be my new focus in the podcast to be able to help everybody get through this crisis. So point number one, follow the CDC and all state regulations. I can't stress this enough. If we look at the land of the free and the home of the brave, America, there's a reason that we've been hit so strongly and people could politicize it as much as they want, but it's very simple. And I'm not saying that it should be differently, but the government does grant us the one of the largest amounts of freedom in the entire world, if not the largest. And because of that, everybody does whatever the hell they want. And because of that, there's a tremendous problem, which is that to be able to contain a pandemic, there needs to be someone in charge that's going to tell us things. And I think that a lot of the politicized part just gets in the way and this is not a political uh, podcast and I don't go there for many reasons because I think mental health is universal and politics is very uh, myopic but bottom line is that we really need to respect our local state ordinances and they are there are guidelines in place that are meant to help us and they're a moving target so I'm not going to give any examples but all I could say is that it's been disappointing in general to watch people that have not followed it and it's unfortunately cost many people their health and lives. Um, we have a responsibility as a community to really stay focused on our what we have to do. And we also teach our children how to be functional people. And we'll be talking about that in the future as well. So that's number one. I'm sure that we're doing what we need to be doing to take care of ourselves. We do have a responsibility to ourselves, family, and society. Number two, go on a media diet. There is so much misinformation being thrown out there frantic things. How long is this going to last? Is it going to be a month? Is it going to be a year? Is it going to be a lifetime? Nobody knows. This is a moving target. Listen, there's a lot of reason to have hope looking at other countries and how things have been contained after a few weeks. Um, But nonetheless, I do think, and all of us know, that life will be different. Life will be different because there are orphans and widows and widowers and families in mourning. Life will be different because how many people 
have switched to Instacart and delivery models and have realized the benefits of not having to go shopping anymore. How many people want touchless payment, which was only utilized by less than 10% of the population until now. So life will be different. Um, how different? We don't know. How many people went remote and are never coming back? Um, we have a whole podcast on that coming up, how to maximize telehealth. So stay with us. So bottom line is stop feeding into the media garbage. There's so many trending things and there's so much misinformation there. And it, it comes fast and furious. Everybody wants to make money off of it. Everybody wants to survive as well. So there's a lot of reason for people to be uh, spreading lots and lots of things and, and opinions. And so I really want to encourage you to just go on a media diet, find your one, two, three uh, reliable sources and get yourself updated once in the morning, once in the afternoon and maybe once in the evening if you, if you feel a little anxious and you need that. But that's it. If there's an emergency, you'll know. Number three, get support. I cannot stress this enough. Support comes in the, in the form of family, friends. Support comes in the, in, the, in, the, in the form of mental health, psychiatry, psychology. Whatever, whatever your need is, don't be afraid to reach out. I think a lot of people are in panic and survival mode, and that's understandable, but let's calm ourselves and let's figure out what everybody needs. If you have kids, look at their needs. They, they, might, not, they might not be expressing them, hey, I feel scared. They might be beating up their little sister. They might not be saying, hey, I feel really anxious. They might be complaining to you that they have a stomachache. So really make sure everybody gets their needs, whatever, whatever they, their needs are. Number four, get on a routine. Every day in my house, I make a schedule with a family, this is what it's going to look like. Do we follow it? Absolutely not. We follow it maybe 25%. But the point is that there's a structure. There's school time. There's free time. There's play time. There's eating time. There's bonding time. There's uh, everyone. I, I make sure that I give everyone in the family their own individual time. This is very, very important. There's daddy's work time. And the kids understand what everybody's doing. And of course, if there's an emergency, they're going to interrupt. And trust me, they do. And that's totally understandable and, and respectable. And the point is, get on a routine where you have a basic idea of when you're going to sleep, when you're getting up, and what everybody needs throughout the day as much as possible. It's really, if you think about it, it's something that we really need to start doing. Number five, uh, ensure for your physical safety. Obviously, as much as you're going on a media diet, we realize that we need to plan ahead a little bit and make sure we have everything we need in the house. So take them, take a time to just assess your situation. Write down what are your needs. Keep a running list. I have a running shopping list of emergency items and essentials. Thankfully, you know, I've worked through all the emergency ones and uh, we have for our family what we feel is safe and comfortable. But make a, a conscious decision about that and to ensure for your physical safety. If there's eviction notices or concerns or mortgage issues, uh, get on top of it. That's also your physical, your food, your, your shelter is also important. Okay, so physical safety is just make sure that you have what you need. Number six is your food safety make sure that you're getting food from places that you trust as much as possible there the cdc has guidelines i'm not going to go through them but just about having one designated person going out makes a lot of sense to me as well um and uh so that's that's that, that's something that we can make sure also make sure that you have what you need in the house again it's there's no reason to panic no one is telling us that they ran out of food this is not I understand that there's outlier stories of things that are going on in other countries, but remember, we're going on a media diet, so we don't have to believe everything we read, but we have to be cautious. So look at, just make sure you have what you need in your family, in your house. Number seven, sleep. 
uh, the CDC recommends this and it makes a lot of sense from a mental health standpoint. When we are lacking sleep, we are not functioning. When we are, when we are, we are also immunocompromised to a certain degree when we lack sleep. So make sure that you're getting sufficient sleep. It, it doesn't mean you're depressed if you're constantly feeling tired. It means that you're living with a lot of anxiousness and a lot of thoughts and feelings. And again, that goes back to many of the other previous ones about getting support grounding ourselves but bottom line is make sure you're sleeping number eight exercise us human beings uh, need to have some stimulation so whatever you could do whether it's a bike a treadmill or just uh, aerobics there's lots and lots of online things but make it a conscious thing that every single day you exercise I jog a half hour every single day or I walk a half hour every single day if I can get out um, it's just very important for your mental health a half hour I would say should be the goal of exercise every day Number nine, ensure for your financial safety. Put some conscious thoughts about taking care of your finances, getting on top of them, talking to people. There's lots, there's stimulus package, which I wouldn't rely on too heavily. It's not, it's not enough to get that far, but you know, if it, if it even goes through, there's, there's a lot there. There's small business packages. Get educated. There's lots of people that are, that are looking out to get your business in that way and they want to help you. So reach out. There's lots of benefits for, for the lenders as well reach out and make sure that you're financially okay as much as possible. Number 10, family dynamics, be conscious of them. Listen, it's not easy sitting in the same room with people all day long and feeling cooped up. Um, it's not a very fun experience for anybody. So be conscious of that. What I'm seeing a lot of is the strong couples are getting stronger and the ones that are faltering and weren't functioning to begin with, this is just making it worse. However, some of them with guidance and with reaching out have been able to be guided back towards kind of crisis mode and crisis alleviation um, and I've seen a lot of progress in the past three weeks if you wanted to know where I've been uh, I've been dealing with crisis mode of trying to help people as much as possible but I wanted to take a moment kind of pull my head out of it for a minute and just give you a bird's-eye view of what I'm seeing would really really help number 11 reach out to others even if it's one minute a day just to call someone maybe a, a friend a distant friend or a relative or a distant relative and just send a text message send a, send a call if you can even hi how are you I'm thinking about you I'm praying for you if, 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 that, if that's something that you would say. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for your safety and security. How, how are you doing? Kindness is contagious and kindness is inspirational. And the funniest thing, but it's not funny, it makes perfect sense, is that it actually benefits you. It helps you feel better. So reach out to people, reach out to others, and you'll see it makes a big difference. Number 12, in general, be kind. When this started, I, I heard someone in the supermarket and she was on the phone with her mom saying, okay, I'm only allowed to buy this many eggs, so I'm gonna split it with you. And mom, this is what I need. I'm wondering if you have any of that. And it was just very heartbreaking because it, 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 it awoke in me, you know, how many, how many, we're not used to rationing things. I mean, maybe on Black Friday, we're used to having some limitations what we could buy. But, you know, when there are certain limitations on eggs and other, and other products, um, you know, just going through, just, just two vulnerable people talking about what their needs are and caring for each other. I was very moved by it. There are lots and lots of these conversations. Look around for them, find them, and be kind when it comes to others as well. When you're, if I saw someone was waiting in line and they had only a few items and I said, please go ahead of me. You know, I know I understood he was very, very frantic and he looked like he was in a rush. Maybe he was nervous about being in the store. Uh, you know, that's something that, that I remember, not because I did such a great thing, but because it was an opportunity for kindness and it was an easy gesture that alleviated someone else's stress. Number eight, 13 is be patient. Be patient. I see lots of crazy drivers out on the street. I'm not, I'm not out much anymore, obviously. 
Uh, every state has many different statutes, but we're really all trying to stay home as much as possible. But be patient. There's lots of impatient people. I understand that. People are nervous. People are scared. People are triggered. Just be aware. There's no, there's no time for road rage. Nobody wants to get into an accident and have to be stranded outside for an hour to have a police report filed. So just be patient. And finally, number 14, and something that ties everything together, in my opinion, is be optimistic. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure, unfortunately, tragically, and sadly, there's lots of fatalities. There's lots of, lots of sad things that have gone on through this experience. But ultimately, we are a very resilient race. We are resilient people, and I believe this is going to make us stronger. I've said this before, and I hope that nobody takes it offensively. I think that we're living in a very historical time. And I, in my mind, for the older people, it's kind of like, where were you when Kennedy was shot? And for some of the younger people, it's where were you on 9-11? And then for some of the really younger subscribers, you probably don't even know what 9-11 was on a personal level. You just know it as a historical thing. But I, there, where were you during COVID-19, I think, is something that is going to be very, very uh, historical. And the resiliency and the skills and the lessons that we learn and the family ties and the self-care that we learn, I believe, is going to carry many people for a lifetime. Yes, I also understand that the trauma and the difficulties and the challenges and the, and the life shifts and dynamics are also going to be different for many, many people, unfortunately. But for the most part, I think we're all going to get through this however long it takes. But we need to stay together and we need to be very positive and knowing that, that it will get better. So take care of yourself and don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it. And I hope that you are safe to you and yours. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.